Hey, Augmenters, I'm Julie. This is Jimmy. And we believe authentic, connected relationships are the key to growing to your potential. Today, we are going to share three key learnings from the fabulous National Mentoring Summit that you can take into your day. But first, a note from our corporate hub. Jimmy, it was so fun to go to the mentoring conference with you last week. It was our first Augmenters debut as an actual business people. Mentor 2023. I felt like I was in New Orleans at like the debutante ball. It was me showing up for the first time as Augmenters, shrouded in purple. I was amazed. It was the first time I had spent time at a conference with people who worked in mentoring. And honestly, most people worked in youth mentoring programs. Shout out Mentor, which is the biggest nonprofit organization that has chapters all over the country focused on supporting youth mentoring programs. I could not believe how friendly people were. We were new to the community. It was a group of people we'd never met before and everybody so excited to meet us, hear about the podcast. Hopefully some of them are listening and I had honestly the most fun I've ever had at a conference. Did you have fun? I had a blast. I had only made it for one day and yet I had takeaways immediately. Did you have fun, Jimmy? I had an awesome time. I went into the wrong hotel, walked around, got kicked out by what seemed like Secret Service, got to the right hotel. Life was peachy. So much more friendlier in the mentor conference. I recommend everybody go just because there are takeaways all over the place. This is not a booth conference. This is a place where there are actually wonderful sessions to sit in and learn. Shout out Renee Angelo Mock for doing a fantastic session on neurodivergent children and mentoring. It was fascinating. I learned a ton and some of the questions in the room got really powerful at the end. And it was honestly a transformative experience for me just to see how almost like a hundred people early in the morning on a Friday, we're showing up to hear about how to show up better for the neurodivergent kids in their classrooms and at their schools. That is hugely transferable to the corporate workplace where more and more employees are talking about neurodiversity. There's more understanding, there's more acceptance. So those kind of sessions, I think, could really come back to the audience that we work with more, which is, you know, more of these mid-career professionals or folks in the workplace who are looking to level up their leadership. So I love that. The other thing I found, again, can I go back to it? How fun it was. It was super fun. And there were activities while you were sitting and thinking about neurodivergence. I was throwing balls with a bunch of women I had never met before. And we had to play a game where we worked together to try to get ourselves organized, to learn each other's names and to work together to accomplish a project. And it reminded me that in the corporate setting, we can have more fun and setting ourselves up for success with ways to connect, whether that's mentor bingo, whether that's games, whether that's actually getting into a small group of four and just having a question that we could share authentically about or singing together. These ways are they're easy and you really get to know people better and you connect with others, which is really kind of the key premise of mentoring. Something as simple as connecting with others when on full display totally changed the room. I mean, how many times have you gone into a conference and as you descend the elevator into the non-natural light underbelly, you can feel a negative cloud almost start to build. But I felt the room got brighter as we went down the escalator. It was as if all the energy of people really caring about supporting each other came through. And I know it sounds corny, which is a bit of my MO, 
but really it was really special. Also how powerful people were at just listening. It was awesome that people actually heard me out for two sentences when I said, yeah, we're with Augmenters. We're a podcast as a rising tide of mentoring. We're just excited to hear what you're doing. And nobody said, oh, that's stupid. Nobody was like, oh, whatever, turned away. Totally different from other conferences I've been to. People listen. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And it was a great reminder that also connecting is critical. It is really critical. There was a session at the end that shared statistics from the mentor organization on the state of mentoring, the state of kids, especially looking to mentors and also mental health. And I know this is something that we talk about in the corporate environment. It's something that talked about in the youth mentoring environment. Connecting more authentically with others is literally like it is now almost, I don't want to overstate it, but it's almost a health crisis. People feeling really isolated, Mm -hmm. people not feeling like there's somebody to listen to them. People feeling disconnected is actually one of the biggest challenges that we're facing. I think what really struck me was the seriousness. This isn't just like nice to have a mentor. Isn't that great? That these connections are really like a part of public health at this point. It really drove home to me how important this work is. And on top of that, it's not necessarily insurmountable. If each of us just showed up for one other person for 30 minutes a week, our world would be significantly transformed. So you do not have to go out there. And I didn't feel that way by interacting with folks. I felt, hey, just try to reach out to one new person this year. If you can do that, you are really doing your part in society if we're all trying to uh, lift ourselves up. I don't know. made me feel very emotional, very somewhat sad. I was verklempt. I'm a little verklempt right now, to be honest. I did feel a little verklempt thinking about it. And I felt grateful to be part of a solution. And, you know, the other statistic that they kept talking about was that kids say they need mentors more than ever. And adults are less likely to mentor today than they were 20 years ago. And they also found that professionals are less likely to mentor. People in higher socioeconomic classes are less likely to mentor. And that, you know, again, kids really need this. And I think all humans really need it when we think about you know, again, some of the social isolation. So again, just a great reminder why this is so important. I feel that a potential reason why mentoring may not be the full-blown rising tide, like an iceberg melting and and lifting up the sea levels at this time is because folks, especially I think mentees, it's fascinating that even though we're more connected than ever, there is a drain or a reduction in mentoring. However, I think a reason for that is the authentic and genuine follow-ups from folks who receive support when someone else shows up for them is moving farther and farther away. Some of that may just be that communication changes are no longer generational. They happen every two to five years with the next app. So that can be harder for older folks to feel like they've been followed up with properly from somebody younger. But also, I think people are missing the point that just a short five-minute email, voicemail, text message, whatever it is to say, hey, our chat transformed X for me or did X for me. And it's really like the benefit, not the feature goes such a long way to make the person who showed up for you feel really special. And it doesn't take much these days. Yeah. Yes. That follow-up is so important. But Jimmy, I feel like we should do a whole episode on that because I think that's a really, really important point. Should we do that next time? Because I love that. And I feel like we could actually have some good examples because I know you and I have had mentees over time that have ghosted us or not shown up. And then we've had some who keep coming back and keep sharing with us what's going on. And I think that gives us a lot of connection in that relationship. So you're saying we should do an episode on the loop back for the loop back. It's a double loop back. 
it's a it's double, a double it's a loop back loop back we're gonna loop back on the loop back it's for rock climbers who need a new knot the loop back <laughs> on the loop back yep. that's gonna be the target audience i like it i can't wait i can't wait i bet we'll have some good examples too as we're thinking about our looping back as we loop back the last thing i really learned at this conference again loved how like connection is fun connection is critical and the third thing I learned a little bit more about corporate mentoring, which as you and I, not really part of corporate environments necessarily, that I always kind of thought of corporate mentoring as more like, you know, we've talked a lot about this. There's Jim, not you, but there's a Jim, not Jimmy. Jim and, you know, marketing, who's going to mentor Sally, isn't always Sally, Sally, who's in whatever, and, you know, kind of smash these people together and off they go or with ERGs or what have you, but corporate mentoring can happen outside of the corporation. And I had the chance to hear from Microsoft Philanthropies a lot about mm. how they actually send about 10,000 Microsoft team members out of Microsoft into the community to mentor on STEM with different organizations. And this session really was focused on how corporate mentors can be better prepared to work in the community and how community uh, organizations can be better prepared for corporate mentors because it needs to be quite professional. It needs to be organized. The corporate, you know, Microsoft folks have to feel like their time was well spent, but I hadn't really considered that kind of connection outside of just the corporation for corporate mentoring. Had you thought of that? Not necessarily that clearly, but the U.S. government has. Example A, the Peace Corps. I mean, think about just how brilliant that is for Microsoft, which I'm sure they primarily do in Seattle, where they are fully sedimenting in the community, showing they care by physically getting employees outside of the office. Those connections for the employees outside of the office continue to build that social fabric of community. So when people walk around, there's somebody to say hi to, they get that bonus feeling of feeling good in their neighborhood. And on top of that, they're also building a pipeline of new employees in potentially new customers because they are, call it soft power, call it caring, that Microsoft is helping others and they're doing it. Maybe there's no such thing as altruism, but they're doing it with no ask for something back. And that's as good as we can get in 2023. And that's a win on both sides. That helps the employees and it helps the community. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's like these tentacles going out into the community. So I would love, as we're looping back on our loopbacks, it would be awesome to get a chance to chat more with folks who work in these programs because I would love to hear case studies of how, like you said, are there kids who suddenly like, you know, want to jam out on LinkedIn? Just kidding. I think probably of all the Microsoft products, LinkedIn is not the one that kids are excited about. But yeah, how does that change how they feel about Microsoft or, or a different company? And then how do they loop back on it? So I thought that was really cool to consider, you know, how mentoring shows up in the, the workforce, but a little bit different than maybe how we thought of it before. And just hearing these different case studies and success stories was awesome. I loved, I loved it. I cannot wait for Mentor 2024. Definitely wanted to give a shout out to the Mentor organization. It's mentor.org. There's so many ways to get involved, whether that's through community support in your communities, mentoring with local organizations, through being part of advocacy, advocating for mentoring to be part of, there is a line item in the federal budget around mentoring, but it obviously can be much bigger. Um, so advocating for youth mentoring programs around the country. And then also just following along, there's always great content on how to show up as a mentor. So it's great to spend time with them. When in doubt, just start. You just got to jump. Just start saying, how you doing to somebody and actually listening to the response. Take two deep breaths after you ask the question. Totally. And I got to start in Duti Gupta, one of our previous episodes from Mentor Together in India. It was a phenomenal session. She came all the way from India uh, and I got a chance to hang out with her. So it was great. 
continuing to grow. Wow. She's on fire. And that organization is having such an impact. Amazing. So pencil us in for next year, Jimmy, I'm going to make you come for two days, but I'm also going to give you the right hotel so that you'll end up right in the right place. And I will actually ride my bicycle this time and not just take trains and scooters and buses. Of course, all the public transportation, maybe a parachute. Until next year. Until next year. So thank you, Mentor 2023. Thanks for listening and check out the show notes for further information to recap Mentor 2023 and look forward to the National Mentoring Summit in 2024. Bye, Augmenters. We hope this episode was brief yet bright. And now it's time to read us out. And remember, we are here because real relationships have the power to transform organizations and build dynamic communities. Absolutely. Augmenters supports mentoring that matters. Visit our website for the best interactive mentoring content at augmenters.us. Share our podcast with someone you care about, someone who needs a new mentoring relationship in their life pronto. We welcome questions and suggestions via email hi at augmenters.us or via social media with our handle at augmentershq. Shout out to our producers, Erlen Cato. Thank you. Augmenters out. See ya.